Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast called Love the Graps. I, uh, I'm Chris. Uh, who's that? Who's that over there? <laughs> who's that in the distance? Oh, it's the internet's Alan Boone. It's me. <laughs> and uh, welcome. Thanks for pressing play. Um, thanks for download. You don't have to download it. You can stream it. That's what? the internet, isn't it? Do people do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I don't really download all my podcasts these days. I've got a good data plan. <laughs> See, I've got a terrible data plan and a fear of exceeding that data plan mm. that outweighs any kind of desire to uh, have a convenient streaming would you ever stream it on your home computer from the soundcloud page uh, i mean i have done yeah. on soundcloud stuff but i i've also uh found a way to download stuff off soundcloud so that does not sound 100 percent legal <laughs> it's a gray area it's no if, if soundcloud doesn't give you the option to download it you probably shouldn't be downloading it i mean it happens yeah. by accident. You just trip over, accidentally fall upon the keyboard and land on a website that allows you <laughs> to download SoundCloud links. It happens to everyone. Yeah. Um, this is the podcast Love the Graps. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we normally go to wrestling shows, don't we? Yeah. Well, we haven't gone to a wrestling show. No, there's plenty on. Yeah, it's a very busy weekend. Yeah, but um, we decided to take a weekend off. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously from the live wrestling, but not from you guys. No. We couldn't take a weekend from you. We did once and it was terrible. Yeah, it felt weird. Yeah. I felt dead inside. <laughs> but I wouldn't go that far. I, well, you, okay, you don't go that far, but I'm going that far. Okay. I felt dead inside. Yeah. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we've been able to do this today. Cause yes. It would have felt like a wasted bank holiday weekend. It is a bank holiday weekend. Do you know what I'm going to do with my bank holiday Monday? No. I am going to go and look at the 60, 60 mm. fairy houses. That sounds really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're actual fairy houses. Right. But I hope so, but I don't think they are. I don't know what I'm going to do. might play volleyball. Come see some houses. Fairy houses. I don't want to see fairy houses. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, if you want to see some fairy houses, get in touch. I'll let you know. Cool. Get in touch with Alan about that. Yeah. No, get in touch with Chris. He's got, he hasn't got the first idea about fairy houses. <laughs> it's, it's a real blind spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we didn't go to a wrestling show today. No, so it's um, not the middle of the night. Yeah, it's uh, a current... Oh God, I didn't do the thing that I do. No. It is currently 9.46pm. Still pretty late for an it's, old man like myself. It's dark. Yeah. I had a fries peppermint cream earlier. Yeah, like, like an old man would. <laughs> yeah. Although I've since discovered that there's a bit of a renaissance out there. Andy Boy Simmons, mm. um, veteran British wrestler... Uh, he had a fries chocolate cream today. Yeah, but he's also 62 years old. <laughs> and uh, John and, Lister yeah. likes to make cakes, apparently, by doing a basic sponge in a in a long, thin What's tin. going on? And he, he puts a uh, fries chocolate cream on top and lets it just melt in. Well, that is strange because yeah. John Lister 
is 154 years old. <laughs> um, Andy Boy Simmons, interestingly, still calling himself Andy Boy Simmons, yeah. now he's very much an adult. Well, wrestling's a funny old game, isn't it? It is. None funnier than the subject of tonight's podcast. <laughs> um, so we've been thinking of things that we can do to, yeah. to, to keep up, you know, just basically to fill the time. <laughs> <laughs> Between um, now and our impending death. Yes, uh, and uh, we've we've we're starting today a new ongoing series. Yeah, um, which is uh, firsts. Yeah, because so, we we wanted a series of something because we thought well we could watch the Attitude Era of a WWE. It's been done. Uh, we could watch the New Generation Era mm. of WWE. That sounds like an awful idea for a podcast. <laughs> it will never get off the ground. No. Uh, we could even do six-hour podcasts about the olden days. Yeah. Or but we could do... These have all been done. Yeah. So we have, you know, we've, we've racked our brains and we've decided that we're going to take significant firsts hmm. and do an episode about them. So what we're talking the first episode... Of lots of different stuff. Yeah. Um, so it could be the first episode of a TV series. Yeah. First uh, live show of a notable promotion. Yeah. Um, who knows where this could go. Um, but it's capturing those um, groups, creative outlets in their very nascent stages. Yeah. And with the the knowledge of what came after. Yeah. So we can judge them. Hindsight. Unfortunately not to their faces. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so, sometimes they're going to be deceased. Yes. <laughs> and I don't doubt that for one second, especially when we get to ECW. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so what, what, what did we decide to kick off the first episode of our series of firsts? Well, a few weeks ago, mm. um, something was quite popular, and we, <laughs> we missed that then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we thought we'd jump on the bandwagon a little bit late. The bandwagon has departed. Well, what we did, we, we, we let it just simmer down. Yeah. We didn't want to feel no. like we're, we're jumping. We don't want to get lost in the noise. No. Um, but yeah, GLOW... Uh, which stands for the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, Yes, um, was a hit TV show on the uh, TV channel Netflix, um, and people liked it quite a lot. It had friend of the show, Kate Nash, in it, yeah. um, and lots of other people, uh, including Awesome Kong, yeah. and some other wrestlers as well. And it was very, very good. And so... I thought it might be nice to watch the actual first episode of the original TV series, Gorgeous Ladies of Resting, on what the Netflix series was based. Yep. So the first episode it broadcast on, I'm looking at my notes here, September 13th, 1986. Just a bit of a heads up. This isn't going to be some definitive retelling of that. There is a... A very watchable documentary yeah. about Glow that's on Netflix right now. Yeah. I would advise going out and watching that. Um, you, you can actually track down a lot of these episodes online. We watch this on YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
will say for those of yeah. you out there that are particularly anal about this yeah. we didn't watch the tv broadcast no. episode we watched the vhs release yeah so uh, it cut a match out uh, and added a few little extras. Yeah, yeah. There was some very interesting um, yeah. elements to it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the very first episode broadcast in 1986. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go with our regular format, I think, to some yeah. extent. And we'll talk about Love the Graps and maybe not my Graps. Um, but, Alan, is there something in particular that you loved about... Um, I, I would say that I wasn't expecting a lot out of the in-ring. No. Uh, these women were trained by Mando Guerrero, yeah. which is quite fitting because the TV series, the women were trained in real life by Chavo Guerrero Jr. That's right. Yeah. Mando's nephew. Um, and they seem to have been trained uh, to a uh, standard. And <laughs> um, But I was particularly impressed with... with Two women in the same match, yeah, on the same team, and particularly one of them, uh, and so much so that I thought she must have had some prior wrestling experience. Turns out not a no. dancer, um, Spanish Red, Spanish Red, who was introduced as being from Latin America, but is named after a cheap table wine, <laughs> and uh, loves bullfighting. I don't know why they just didn't say she was from Madrid or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was tying her opponents up in knots, wasn't she? Zack Sabre Jr. style. Yep, yeah, um, she was... Uh, I can't help but think Zack must have studied yeah. the works of Spanish Red. Well, he would be foolish not to. Yeah. And she was partnered with uh, Royal Hawaiian, mm. um, which sounds like a hotel. It does, yeah. Um, where, did you, where did you stay when you went to uh, Honolulu? Well, I stayed at the Royal Hawaiian. I hear it's very nice. They all looked like pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was um that was that was something um and those two were particularly good yeah um she was royal hawaiian was the power she was spanish red was the finesse yeah yeah um and i particularly liked uh their work against uh americana mm. and the california doll who were rotten yeah i think maybe it's a real indictment on american wrestling in the 80s yeah that they put their hopes and dreams behind some people with no physical ability. <laughs> well, I mean, it was kind of pitched as a um, America versus the foreigners. Yeah, well, it started off, there was a weird bit of um, ADR overdubbing. Yeah. Um, one of the things, that you, if you watch this, you'll notice that there's lots of sound effects kind of just, you know, like um, Kung Fu movie. Yeah punches and slam sounds which are great which are great but in this first match the very actually the very beginning of the very first match um there was a bit of overdub um voice work where she said speak english you're in you're in america you're in america speak english. english um which was weird because they were yeah they, they like they, they had interview yeah. with both of them um, um although english. later spanish red did Bust out a bit of Spanish. Yeah. Just, also, to, just to taunt Americana. Hawaii, Royal Hawaiian is an American citizen. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not one of the the lower 48. No. Um, but it has been a state. Uh, at a time of recording, it had been a state for, you know, yeah. a good 30, 40 yeah. years. 
So she can come and go as she pleases. Yeah. No, no visa necessary. No, no. Um, so yeah, that I particularly enjoyed the work of yeah. these these two women. Yeah. Um, Royal Hawaiian, spoiler, came back later. Uh, under a hood. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we'll get back to that. Should, should we get back to, I think to that in a bit? That might fall, right. fall under another category altogether. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's what I particularly like. I particularly like the work yeah. of, of these these uh, these women. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, the the big villain of mm. the whole piece. Yeah. Um, who uh, I, I was? I, I assume she was supposed to be German. Matilda the Hun. She called people Dumpkopf. Did she? Yeah. I didn't catch that, but um, which means I'm stupid head. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. She is a direct descendant of Attila the Hun. She has apparently. has paperwork. Yeah, to prove it. To prove that. Um, and uh, yeah, she very traditional, big. I mean, she was bigger than anybody else on the show. Yeah. By a country mile. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Country kilometer. Yes, she was very physical, um, and she did a small uh, um, sing singing song sing song. (laughs) She sang a song. She sang a song at at the beginning of the show, which was about how much she likes eating raw meat. Yeah, American meat particularly was her favourite menu. Yeah, her favourite menu was raw meat, American meat. Yeah. Um, and when she came out to the ring, the crowd were chanting raw meat. It's a good which, thing. Which was a confusing message. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, you said when we were watching it, I really hope that that chant makes its way to Britress. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen Chris Wolf this year. What about if it went one, two, raw meat? <laughs> yeah. Instead of the other alternatives. Do you know who I think should adopt the chant raw meat? Mm. Dunkzilla. Yeah. It would be, be perfect for him. Yeah. He could call that pole driver that he does. Raw meat. Raw meat. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's what you end up like afterwards. I'm into that. I'm yeah. into that. If you're listening, Mark, there you go. Somebody get the message to Mark Davis. Raw meat. Yeah. Adopt it from um, Matilda the Hun yeah. of Glow. She was one of the two women in the cast who'd done wrestling before yeah so she seemed to have some idea um although a very low level of ability well she she was picking them up and putting them down wasn't she yeah um you know you've got to work to your opponent's level haven't you yes and her opponent yeah her opponent i mean i'm not gonna i don't think we need to hold off and save this for a not my graps but her opponent appeared to be a grown woman playing a um, mentally subnormal child. <laughs> um, she was dressed in in kind of bows, kind yeah. of a, a, a Shirley Temple. Yeah, well, type outfit. I think <laughs> I think I pointed out that this match with um, the the very uh, virginal childlike character and the massive. Um, S and M type character catered to two very specific um, sexual tastes. Yes, um, um, which is creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tammy, Tammy Jones. Tammy Jones. Yeah, um, she she's that what the the baby face was named mm-hmm. literal baby face. Yeah, although she had massive muscles. Yeah, and made a point of showing them off. Um, she had a brother, 
Johnny Jones. L- little Johnny. Little Johnny Jones. Well, I mean, it might not be Johnny Jones. I think they referred to him as Johnny Jones Did a they? little bit later. Oh, on, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's in the hospital. And yeah. at the she start w- of the show, we yeah. saw Tammy arrive. Well, yeah, she arrived from the hospital. She arrived at the casino, <laughs> the Riviera, um, where the show was taking place. And they made a point to mention that her brother Johnny was getting out of hospital today. No, no, today was the day that he was having the oh, leg, having braces, his leg off. braces taken off. Because um, he'd been in a serious automobile accident. Yeah, and so she was very, you know, she was obviously concerned, but not concerned enough to be with him no. in hospital when he has this uh, procedure done. Mate, it's her job. Yeah, I guess. This weird child woman yeah. has to earn money yeah. to pay Fighting for German her women. brother's hospital bills. Yeah. It's not cheap. You know what America's like. No. And this played, it's surprise, surprise, yeah. the reference to little... Johnny Jones played off later in the episode. Well, I mean, they said that he'd had his braces off, but he still couldn't walk. Yeah. So, um, so in, she was upset. Wasn't in she? the uh, main event, yeah. old Matilda the Hun was having her way with uh, little Tammy Jones, smashing her around. Yeah. Um, at one point, um, dropping her on the hardest part of the ring. The apron. The apron. Um, Very big apron. It was, yeah. 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 Um, a lot of space. And I thought Tammy was done for. I thought she was done. Yeah, she she'd she'd been manhandled quite thoroughly. And then and then who kind of turned up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a cutaway to um, a a black entrance way where Johnny Jones, little Johnny Jones, came out on a pair of crutches and uh, gave his sister a thumbs up. Did he give her the thumb? I couldn't see the thumb. Oh. So either a... either he gave such a he, that not only did his legs not work properly, his thumb didn't work, his thumb didn't work properly, or he just gave her the fist. Okay, do you think he just Maybe gave her? It was a like raised fist. Do it. A fist of encouragement. Yeah. Or maybe he's just bad at thumbs up. Yeah. I mean. Anyway, he, his appearance. Yeah, spurred her on. Yeah, it buoyed her spirits, mm-hmm. and Tammy Jones was able to fight back against the the bigger opponent yeah and win the match and win the match and become queen of glow she became the first glow champion glow champion although that until she was handed the crown yeah um which if you watch the documentary they they make a big point of this crown um there'd been no mention no no, of any glow championships it was was a surprise yeah (laughs) you know which is nice yeah um, so yeah, it was it was a great way to kind of end. Although it ended with a schmoz, didn't it? It was everybody came out. Yeah, um, the the baby face was was under attack, and then the mm. South Pacific Power Trip came out and, <laughs> and saved her. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, um, one other love of the graps I particularly like. I like the ring. Yeah. Um, when I when I first got into doing wrestling podcasting, it was it was through the Working Arrest Old Network, mm. and uh, that was Scott and Rick. And Rick once uh, turned to Scott at a wrestling event when some women were fighting, and went, "Why don't they have a smaller ring for the women?" And um, he was ridiculed for that, but I think he had a point. Mm. I don't know how you do it, um, but women are generally, as I'm fond of saying, they're just smaller men. Yes, yeah, you say um, that too often. Yeah. Um, so it, it wouldn't be inherently ridiculous mm-hmm. to do it. And Glow did it. Um, the ring ropes were very low. Yeah. Um, at one point, Spanish Red um, 
when before the match started, uh, she was stood astride the top rope. Um, it was there wasn't a lot of clearance there, mm -hmm. um, and she was stood there for a good while. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the fact that the, the ring ropes were lower. Um, we're talking where Freddie Ahai bounces off the middle rope. He'd about do it on the top rope. Yeah, yeah, perhaps yeah. that's where. He, perhaps that's where he started. Yeah. Perhaps he ended up. He, he started he up in, in that in ring. Glow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Pepper. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, could have been his mum. Yeah. And yeah. he could have started in that ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like the pink ropes. Yeah. They, that was quite nice. Yeah. Uh, and the big apron. Yeah. Um, it, it did feel like this was special. Made by the Los, Las Vegas Scenery That's Company. That's what it said at yeah. the end, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked the, you know, the, it's obviously quite a unique production style. Yeah. Um, and a lot's been said about, like, if you watch the documentary, if you, anybody ever talks about Glow, it's the song and dance numbers that, yeah. that people kind of uh, talk about a lot. And um, there was... Uh, uh, a lengthy <laughs> musical number at the beginning yeah. um but the thing that i i really liked were the um the, the attempts at, <laughs> the attempts at character interview pieces um, yeah. this is because this is because i i quite like sort of the the tim and eric school of anti comedy <laughs> um uh where in particular there were a couple of moments where um for instance, the character of Pepper, who was the only black woman yeah. on the show, uh, the first thing she said when you saw her on camera was, um, there's lots of food in Africa and lots of men. Men's. Men's. She did say men's. Yeah. Um, which I thought was very unusual. Yeah, lots of nice men's. Um, she, she didn't... Nothing about her character was African. No. But she did talk about Africa a lot in that first, yeah. first little interview. Yeah. I also like later on when... Her, Pepper and her tag team partner Salt, who had had a bit of a disagreement. Yeah, they had a on. fight. They had a fight. They they were supposed to tag. Yeah, but they they came to the ring fighting. Yeah, they'd had a falling out. They they showed it before. Yeah, where they were in the hotel room. And why did why did they fall out? Falling out. Well, this is going to play into <laughs> what I was going to say. So after the match, they said, "Why did you have a falling out?" Yeah, and Pepper says uh, of Salt, she goes, "She's always stealing my clothes." And they go, why, Salt? Why have you? Why are you always stealing Pepper's clothes? To which Salt responded, "Oh, I, I haven't got enough clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah. I, I just haven't got enough clothes." Yeah. Which, I mean, it was sad. It turned into a weirdly tragic story. And, and even more tragic yeah. that that apparently turned out to be Salt's only appearance. Yeah. On the entire series. So that was it. She was done then. Rest in peace, Salt. Yeah. I like the way that they did a picture in picture during yeah, a match. lots of picture in picture. Um, little bits from those interviews. Yeah. Including bits we'd already seen. Well, again, I mean, I'm going to go back to Salt and Pepper. When they came out and they were having their big argument at the beginning, which was mainly um, Pepper trying to reason with Salt, who was going absolutely mental. To the point so where she, she bottled it. Yeah, she, she smashed a glass bottle over her head to no reaction. Yeah. Um, they had a picture-in-picture cut-in of a woman who appeared to be apparently Salt's mum. Yeah. Who was talking about... Her... 
How Salt was a lovely girl. Yeah, how, oh, she was always so polite as a child. She went to school and she had beautiful <laughs> curls in her hair at the same time as she is, like, going absolutely mental. She's literally bottling a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that. That's yeah. Quite... I liked Americana yeah. uh, telling, telling us that um, there's nothing more American than ice cream. She, cares. she went on about ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And that all American girls should eat uh, two banana splits a week. Especially if they're in red, white and blue. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, I don't think I would want a banana split that's red, white and blue. What colour are they using? Just, it's just... Yellow. Banana <laughs> coloured and cream. Maybe with the chocolate element. I don't know. I've had a banana split in years. I don't know where you would even get one. Though. Wimpy. Yeah. You'd get a wimpy. We'll have to go and do a trip to Wimpy. And yeah. Get a banana split and one of those curved sausage... There's bound to be a Wimpy things. in Wolverhampton. Yeah, that seems like... So yeah, was there anything, Chris, that was particularly not your grubs? Um, I think the first thing that jumps out is the amount of racism involved. <laughs> it was quite racist. <laughs> it was quite racist, yeah. Um, so apparently this was something that was on the video version that we watched, not yeah, on the broadcast. It didn't version. make it for TV. But there was a point where, and this is actually, I think, alluded to in the um, Netflix series, yeah. where Salt and Pepper, who are a, we're going on about this match, this is like the most <laughs> important match on the show, who uh, a team of a white woman and a black woman. Yep. And they came out and the first, their, their opponents came out, and what were they called? Sarah and Mabel. Sarah and Mabel. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. They, they were hooded. Um, they were hooded. But the first thing you saw was the image of a woman with a white hood on, <laughs> with mouth and eyes cut out, turn to the camera and say, look, the, oh, what was the line? The honky and the spade are fighting. Yeah. Which, I mean, you don't expect to hear that, do you? <laughs> I mean, maybe you do if you tune into this podcast regularly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's um, that's yeah. often what they say about me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and I know you know different time and all that. Different yeah. time. And to be fair, it was the heels who said it. Yeah. So, and they did get their comeuppance. They did get their comeuppance. So I, I am in favour yeah. of if you're gonna use yeah. that kind of racial angle. Yeah. Then there has to be an immediate comeuppance, and there was. Yeah. Um, um, Sarah and Mabel played by Royal Hawaiian yeah. and uh, California Dot, apparently, Google, yeah, from, Google, from the first match. Google says so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a very... Um, uncomfortable moment. moment. There were plenty of uncomfortable <laughs> moments, though. Um, the, there was a bit at the end where they were trailing next week's show yeah. um, with the, the Russian girl Ninochka yeah. and the Asian tag team champions Chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there was that. Um, there was also, during a um, video montage towards the beginning, there was uh, there was only a very brief sort of appearance um, of a character named Jailbait, yes. who appeared to be a, um, a, a younger woman trying to get into a man's car. Well, I mean, the car was trying to lure her in. Yeah, and she threw her popcorn. I think maybe at him. she's just supposed to be like a street tough. Is like she? she's, she's like like the girl in in Netflix. Justine, I guess yeah yeah. That so kind she's of just like 
um, a tough girl who, who might end up in jail. Yeah. I think that's maybe where that's supposed but to this, be. But this guy was, was leaning out the passenger window of the car, which presumably his mate or wife, maybe, was, <laughs> was driving yeah. Yeah. Uh, along. And he was trying to lure her into the yeah. car. Uh, he smacked, smacked her bum at yeah. one point. Uh, she threw her popcorn, kicked the car, yeah. at which point he called her a slut. And they yeah, drove off. Well, he wasn't the only one to call somebody a slut on this episode, was he? No. Um, I think it was actually... Um, was it one of the... Uh, Tina and whatever. Ashley. Tina and Ashley, I think, were referring to the Hollywood and Vine yeah. as a pair of sluts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tina and Ashley, baby faces. Yeah. They were playing conceited Hollywood types against... Yeah. The Hollywood rock and rollers, yeah. um, and they, yeah, they were the good guys. Which I think maybe that's a sign of the times as well. Yeah, you know, eighties, you know, the uh, Dallas. Mm. I mean, in Dallas. a way, in a way, I I would say that's another kind of not my graps that yeah. the the uh, the heels and faces weren't perfectly defined in this show. I mean, apart from the evil cannibalistic. German mm-hmm. and the the hooded racists. Yeah, um, the the heel face dynamic was a little no, bit. No, it was a bit wonky at times. Yeah. Teething problems, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I quite liked the Hollywood rockers. Yeah, um, they they were very much my kind of thing. Yeah, um, but again, I think different different times, isn't it? Like, yeah, the idea of somebody being in at a you know, in your face, rock and roll, or wasn't really uh, a sort of, I don't know, it wasn't a heroic no. sort of staple. No. Tina, of course, went yeah. on to be uh, Ivory. Ivory. In the Anti-Fun Police. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The WWE Anti-Fun Police. Yeah. And weirdly, Tina and Ashley had some sick fucking tag moves. They did, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, there were some, there were some sick tag moves on this. Yeah. Um, not so much a sick tag move was the moment which um, to me felt like a scene out of a horror movie <laughs> where one of the girls was crotched on the ring post. But it's Americana, wasn't yeah, it? it was, it Americana. was um, Royal Hawaiian and Spanish Red. Yeah. So in down in the corner. You all know the spot. Legs outside the ring, one either side of the ring post. But what they were doing was pulling as hard as they physically could. It went on for a while, didn't and it? And she was screaming and screaming. And then her partner was in the ring as well, pulling at her arms, yeah. <laughs> trying to pull her away. It was like she was on a, some sort of medieval rack. Yes. And oh, it was horrific. It was. It, it, yeah. it, it, it will live with me. Every time I close my eyes, I will see that image and hear those screams. Muscle-bound child Tammy. Yeah. She was screaming as well in the main event. Yeah. Which is weirdly, when I first tried to watch Japanese women's wrestling, one of the things that really put me off was the the screaming yeah. uh, in pain for the selling. And you don't really get that so much anymore in, in women's wrestling. No. Um, hopefully, stay that way. Yeah. It, I think it... Wrestling's obviously a weird... Um, art form in that we're supposed to try and believe it's real but don't want it to be too real so if you were really in pain and you you might scream 
to high hell. Yeah. But I don't really want to watch my wrestlers doing that. No. Because it would make me feel a bit uncomfortable. I mean, it could have been worse. She could have been screaming, my vag, my vag hurts. It was, it was her, uh, her lady area that was, uh, was taking <laughs> it's a medical most term. Uh, damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the Shelley Martinez uh, yeah. thing. So if you've never seen that, go and watch Rebel versus Shelley Martinez. Uh, a bit on YouTube. It's quite a match. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, anything else you want to sort of... Well, I mean, the the thing is, I mean, we haven't mentioned David McLean. David McLean um, is, he was on a one-man mission to bring women's wrestling to the masses. Uh, he pops up throughout women's wrestling history uh, in numerous failed projects. Um, he's the host, the announcer, he's the head honcho... Um, everything surrounds around him. He, it was even him that when the show ended, there was a freeze frame on him as he was yeah, falling yeah, over. Yeah, weird face. Um, so I, I I liked him. But the, the whole thing is, what is Glow has become now with the Netflix TV series was that this thing of female empowerment. Yeah. Um, now, behind the scenes, it may have been that way. Yeah, um, I mean... I don't know how it was. The documentary, well, I mean, they, they speak quite... You know, positively highly. about the experience, yeah. and I mean, on the very face of it, it's a TV sh- show where there's a man on commentary, yeah, a male referee, and then everybody else is women. Is women female Apart managers from Little Johnny, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you know that that can that can only be a positive. Yeah. I think maybe where you were going with it was maybe some of the portrayals. A little uh, reductive. A little reductive. And I don't think it's a massive leap to say that the titillation um, aspect was part of the selling point of this mm. um, back in the day. Um, even though they weren't doing... They weren't doing anything, like, overtly sexual. No. But there was definitely some language that they used that was supposed to be suggestive. Yeah. Um and yeah I mean there were a lot of close ups um, which wouldn't be out of place in a New Japan pro wrestling broadcast <laughs> but it, I mean it is as you say a a TV show yeah. uh, which apparently was, was very popular yeah, um, too popular they had to cancel it um, <laughs> that featured women in very prominent roles yeah. it was all women uh, not ghettoised not a tiny portion uh, of a larger male broadcast. Right. Um, so for that, I guess we do have to applaud it a little bit. Well, and I mean, as I pointed out, every single match on that show, um, there will be, I would say, maybe a third of the uh, first round matches of the May Young Classic that will be shorter than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe it's time for some sort of revival. We've seen the TV, you know, the comedy drama yep. um, series. It'll be interesting to see, with the success of that, whether something else will get picked up. Yeah, I, I look forward to uh, good women. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I mean, or bad women. I mean, I mean I'm talking about oh, good wrestling. alluding to yeah. good wrestling, yeah. The good ladies of wrestling. Well, I'm not an opportunist like that, so oh. I'll do it three years down the line when All it's right, out yeah. of fashion. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the biggest thing I can say about it is that outside of this project, which we have embarked upon, 
I'd quite like to see episode it, two. It was a fun watch. Yeah. Um, I want to know what happens next. I mean, there, there were we had laughs at it that probably weren't intended. No. Um, we had laughs at it that probably were intended. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going in there expecting um, a Dragon Gate show, you're not going to get that. Well, at one point we thought we were going to get a Dragon Suplex. <laughs> we did very early yeah. on, yeah. Um, if you're going in expecting a Shimmer show, you're not going to get that. No. Um, but if you're going in expecting some stupid characters doing some stupid things, which, you know, in a lot of ways is the selling point of wrestling. It's very much my graps. Yeah, then you, you're probably going to find it entertaining. Yeah. As I say, uh, we watch this on YouTube. Um, in four parts there is a playlist I might tweet out the playlist it is out um, there in HD because I found it in HD as one file right okay um, whether that's the VHS version or the, the TV version I don't know no. but I'll try and find that as well um, yeah. and I'll tweet that out as well um, but yeah the playlist seems to have all of the first series episode yeah. on it um, but yeah this one is you know it's about an hour it's yeah. worth a watch yeah um, so we're going to carry on doing this. Um, these episodes will drop as and when. Yeah. Um, the next one is already lined up. Yeah. We haven't watched it yet, but uh, it's on the docket. Should we? Should we say what it is? Um, we can, but it's not the next thing that we're doing. So no, it's King of Trios next weekend. Yeah. Um, but no, let's not. Let's okay. Not, let, let, let's um, leave it. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll mention it after we've done the King of Trios. Yeah, we. I mean, we've got the first kind of dozen or so lined up. Yeah. Um, but if you've got any ideas, we we are yeah. very much an interactive show. I would absolutely love. If you can think of a notable first, yeah, then let us know and we'll cover it. Yeah. Um, don't make it rubbish. Please. Oh, well, unless it is really rubbish. Yeah. And then yeah, and very then much. So. I'll enjoy that. But yeah, if you if you suggest oh my local shithouse indie um, I'm just going to be bored aren't I uh, maybe I don't know I don't know I well, find merit in everything Christopher do you yes. or do you find something to complain about in everything the uh, two sides of a very thin uh, coin negative you're very negative I'm not you? I've been lovely about this show yeah very negative the negative internet Alan Boone that's how I, that's how I, I pull my listeners negging <laughs> oh, creep. Um, so yeah, oh, well, it's uh, twenty minutes past ten. Yeah, um, we will be back next weekend with three episodes. Yeah, uh, we are going to nights one, two, and three of the King of Trios from Chikara. Not the wrestler. Not the wrestler. The prom- wrestling promotion. Um, they are coming to Wolverhampton, coming to the UK for the first time. Um, I spent a bit of today watching some um, the some of the videos from the Chikara King of Trios event center oh. thing that they do. Okay. Um, so get the hype going. Yeah, I think there might be something wrong with the referee Bryce Remsburg. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was hosting these and he was very excitable. He's I a very excitable man. I like, I'm a big fan of Bryce. Yeah, I think there might be something wrong with him, Alan. I think there might be something wrong with well, him. Well, we can ask him in person. Um, I will put my hands up. I don't. I haven't been following Chikara for a while, so uh, a lot of it's going to be new to me. I mean, actually, there aren't. 
having watched those videos and seeing who's coming up on the shows, there aren't that many people I'm unfamiliar with. No. Um, we may have a special guest uh, in the background oh, right. of a couple of the episodes. Uh, the internet's John Lister. Oh, okay. He's going to be around. So um, we may just sit him in the corner of the room and get him to throw pithy comments in, which is what he's very good at. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, we'll be, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Social media. Uh, Muscly Babies, that's me. At, at Indie Sleaze, that's Alan. At Love the Graps. And until next week, please, please, please go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, for the seasons out of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons.